Hello and welcome to the Chronicles of Quarantine. I'm joined by Chloe and Haley once again. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for having Hello. us. <laughs> the two biggest fans of the podcast. So really? it's only right that we have you on for another episode. Can I just... How are you ladies feeling? Say, yes, go ahead, Chloe. Oh my God, go thank you so much. Um, can we just say, I went on a walk to oh i don't know chronicles of quarantine episode seven that i was on um <laughs> it was a great way to prepare for this podcast and i'm so oh, excited to be here that's good that you did some research because the lord knows i haven't <laughs> i thought you were gonna um, say Haley hadn't because she obviously hasn't i mean dad yeah. took us 30 minutes it's to given. get here but also According to Chloe's Spotify rap, she listened to like 300,000 minutes um, for an equivalent of like seven episodes of this. So I think you guys listen to every episode like at least 10 times. That's dedication. And I don't think the same could be said for anyone else that listens to this. Definitely. Yeah, not me. But, but, but I will say, I think the reason that I do it is because in this weird way, like, listening to Alex while I'm walking makes me feel like I'm just like on the phone with like my best gal pal, you know, I'm like, love her humor, love her sarcasm, her jokes, etc. That hair. No, it's actually very true. It feels like you're just like talking to her and life is normal. I agree. It's really comforting. Do you ever feel like you forget you're listening to it in podcast form and you try to talk to me and be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Um, that hasn't happened yet, but sometimes I do okay. like genuinely laugh out loud, even though I've heard something like a hundred times and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, she can't hear me laughing. It's still like the first listen all over again. It is. It wow. Really, it truly is. Um, I think that the episode that I had you both on, I think that was my most listened to podcast by like, <laughs> uh, I don't want to say tenfold. I think it was like sixfold. Like my listener base, I let's all humble ourselves, especially <laughs> okay. my listener base per Spotify. It's like 13, right? 13 people that like, I mean, that's 13 solid friends that are supporting you in this endeavor. Thank you. Thank you. But that episode, so usually they get like 13, anywhere from 13 to 20 listens, but your episode had like 67 <laughs> listens. <laughs> And I am 50 of those listens. I would yeah. say 60, probably. Um, I've been I listening will, like once a week ever since. I think I'll give an honorable mention shout out to Kelly Ricker, my good friend. And she okay. is obsessed with both of you, but specifically Alex. She thinks Alex is like so fucking funny. And As she loves to listen to the podcast. And I'm like, God bless, because same, I just... We can't get enough of you, Alex. <laughs> to be honest, and I don't know if I've told you this, I have one review on Apple Podcasts, and I think it's from her. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that, but I'll ask I her. looked it up. It's from, like, July, I'm pretty sure. I found it the other day when I was just, like, I don't know what I went to go change on Apple Podcasts, but I was, like, I have a five-star review, and I think it was her. <laughs> That's it incredible. Was does it so say anything, or certain. is it just the stars? Oh, it sure does. Let me... <laughs> I can look it up probably. <laughs> she is literally so supportive of like not only like anything that Chloe does, but anything that Chloe's friends do. 
She's just a really solid person. She is. My mom told her when we went wedding dress shopping, she came with us. And afterwards, my mom was like, I think Kelly is like the most normal friend that you have. (laughs) And I was like, what? She was like, she just seems like no bullshit, really humble, just like a calm presence. And I told Kelly that and she was like, oh, my God, don't tell your mom that I am not those things oh my God. <laughs> but it's the truth and she's, she's probably like looking at me i literally for your wedding dress shopping i was laying in bed in the same position i am now i didn't know if i was supposed to get dressed or not like i wasn't there and i literally am like oh my god i love it i love it my dress. she's probably oh like what don't it was amazing Literally, you're fine. Um, So the review on Apple Podcasts says, it's from July 13th, 2020, and it says, hilarious, exclamation, exclamation, and then five stars, and then it says, so funny and timely. It's the truth, Alex. It sure is. Let's talk about an update in one of your lives. Since we last talked, Chloe, you went wedding dress shopping. Tell us what happened. Wow. Thank you so much for that question. Um. Yeah, I guess we were, what, on the podcast in June? So since June, um, in August, Luke proposed. Woo! Um, So we are getting married next Labor Day 2021. We're doing family only because it's a pandemic. And Mm. we're only really getting married, um, not only getting married, but we're having a (laughs) wedding next year kind of in a rush because Luke is lucky enough to have three living grandparents. So we want them to be part of it and see their, you know, first grandchild to get married. And so it'll be like really small and we're really excited, but we will have a celebration when it's safe. Um, other than that, Luke's little sister who was living with us has also moved out. So we are empty nesters. Um, Luke doesn't like when I say that, that but, um, (laughs) (laughs) but I love it. And then, um, other than that, I basically just watch TV like 12 hours a day after work. And, uh, that's my life right now. Wow. So yes, just to be clear, we are not invited to the wedding because she made that very clear. Okay, listen. Even though we got the the dates and said, hey, by the way, you're still not invited. Because here's the save the date, but don't even bother saving it. Throw it away. Listen, you guys can zoom in, um, but like... Oh, yeah. We'll zoom in for sure. Yeah, obviously. But I I know it breaks my heart that we won't have friends there. It's just like too hard because we can't invite like one friend and not the other. So we were like, we can't have any friends. It's tragic. I am devastated. That's fair. No, I'm just wondering, do you anticipate your feelings changing at all, given the fact that, like, we'll probably have a vaccine that a lot of people will have at the time? Or do we not even know that to be true? I think we don't know that to be true. And also, we're kind of like, even if it's, like, safer, we, I don't know. Maybe we'll change our minds. I don't really think we will. Yeah. Also, the now that I'm thinking about it, like that is so hectic that you have to wait to see like where like the vaccination distribution is at that point, and then like changing everything planning wise. That's so hectic. It's a lot. And yeah. even if you did that, no, like that. you have, I understand it because you have like 300 friends, and you can't literally be like, <laughs> oh, yeah, one or two of you can come. Like, there's no way in choosing. But I also understand yeah. because you have friends from like all over, so. 
even if you could do it, you would have to look at like every state's like vaccination rollout, if that's a thing, and make sure that everyone would be safe to come. So I don't blame you. Um, I also don't have 300 friends for the record. You have 300 friends. I don't want to hear Maybe it. Maybe 350? <laughs> did she, don't. Did she lowball it? Don't. No. I have like three <laughs> friends. Um, so it's fine. Mm. Anyway, um, Haley, what's new with you? Mm, thank you for asking. I am currently. Yeah, how's your engagement? Mm, my engagement <laughs> with Netflix and self-doubt and I'm just kidding. <laughs> Crippling anxiety. <laughs> um i'm good i'm currently putting on okay so it's called it's blistex you know the brand it's called fruit smoothies the yellow thing yes well this came in a different a different container and i wish we were facetiming so i could show you i actually think i was thinking about it's carmax Carmax. it's carmax oh okay yes red top Yes. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Continue. I cannot recommend this enough, and I wish we could do a plug here for a sponsor, but it's called. This is not an ad. <sighs> Sponsored by Blistex, also known <laughs> as Carmax. Um, fruit smoothies, triple, triple tropical. It literally, I can't explain it in a way that will make sense for everyone, but it's like this visceral feeling that I'm chewing bubble gum, but it's only by putting chapstick on my lips. Wait, bubblegum, but it's tropical? Yes. Tropical? Like, it literally <laughs> feels like I am chewing bubblegum, but it's just chapstick I'm putting on my lips. Yeah. Oh, you- in, like, the best way possible. Are you, like, eating your chapstick? I want to. <laughs> I literally have it by my bedside, and I really want to. Mm. Um, anyway, other mm. than Blistex, um, really nothing new is with me. Um, um, I- that's not true. Tell them about Leah's lens. Oh, oh, oh. Um, okay. So this is an ad for Leah. Yes. Yes. We can put a soundboy plug for an ad here. But my good friend Leah um, has really like kicked off her brand, her company recently. She started doing like portrait photography in the summer, um, which started uh, with her doing Laura, my little sister's senior pictures. And she's just like, taken off from there and in october we had the chance to do a wedding which was literally so much fun it was an elopement but it was also like a ceremony um for a friend that we went to high school with and it was literally the best time of our lives like it was so much fun i was on video she was on the camera taking photos and stuff like that and i don't have a ton of experience with it but we practiced beforehand we we're doing like different, I don't know. We practice like different things, settings on the camera. And it was so much fun. Like, I don't think I would do it ever as a career, but being a part of someone's special day and we were the witnesses, by the way, which was so fun. We got to sign something. That's so cool. Oh my it gosh. was, it was just like so much fun seeing someone that happy and knowing that like you can be a part of it was Aww. truly so fun. But yeah, wow. that's magical. Really was. That sounds great. And like, I wish I had the but... stamina to like do something with weddings, but oh my God. It just seems like so much pressure. Like speaking as an engaged person, um, meeting <laughs> with vendors and stuff. Like I cannot imagine being like a wedding photographer or like a baker. Like mm-hmm. if something goes wrong, it is like solely your fault. Right. That seems like yeah, so much true. pressure. That is a lot. I could never. Well, but anyway, that's okay. You don't have at to. Leah's lens. <laughs> at Leah's lens. Check her out. Yes, you can find her anywhere. Facebook. 
Instagram? Yep, Facebook, Instagram. She doesn't have Twitter, but, like, you don't need it. Um, is everyone done with Christmas shopping? I don't do Christmas shopping. Oh, my God. What? Okay. Yeah, we don't really do gifts. Ever? Well, okay. So, not really. Like, we do little things, and, like, I'm not big on getting gifts. Like, I've never been um, a person with money, so I really, like, blamed that on not getting gifts for anyone. But I would still get little things for my parents. Like, my mom, I would get her, like, soaps or candles or something, but she hates everything that's scented. Mm. And uh, my dad, I would buy a tie every single birthday and Christmas, but I've since stopped that because, um, like, how many ties can one person have? Um, Especially now that he's, like, not dressing up in, like, a shirt and tie to go to work every day. Especially as a baker. Exactly. (laughs) Um, But also, I gave my parents, like, fairly, not ginormous gifts, but I gave them, like, pretty decent gifts for their birthdays, which were in November and January. Well, my mom's hasn't happened yet, but I gave her, like, an early birthday present. And so, yeah, that's kind of birthday and Christmas combined. That makes sense. I get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't buy gifts for anyone else. Like, me and Sable don't exchange gifts. And um, I don't usually get gifts for my nunnas. And, yeah, that's about it. And have you finished yours, Haley? Um, kind of. I just need a couple more gifts, but I've done everything through the mail, which makes it easier. And then also, I will say because of quarantine, like it makes Christmas a lot easier. Because like if we were in the office, I would get like small gifts for everyone we work with. But like mm-hmm. that's just not. I don't know. Like we can't do that. And also like, I'm not going to like mail in small gifts. So it made it easier for like little things like that. I'm almost done, but yeah, I don't know. And Joel, do you want to talk about you? Would I, um, (laughs) we're like not really doing gifts for people this year. Normally I am a big gift giver. Like I love finding like the perfect gift for someone I just like, it brings me so much joy. But this year we decided we're only giving our moms gifts. We made them, spoiler alert, matching Shutterfly photo books of selfies I've taken in quarantine, um, (laughs) which (laughs) uh, is a surprising amount of selfies. Uh, It's a lot. And then I ordered my mom like some tiny things because she just redid her kitchen. So I got her little like organizer things that she's been wanting Um, But other than that, like, Luke and I aren't really giving gifts. Like, we're getting small gifts for each other. And then for everyone else, like, I just baked cookies and dropped them off, like, at friends and family because nobody really needs anything. I feel like everyone has, like, bought themselves so much random shit in quarantine that it's, like, who needs anything? That's a very good point. Thank you so much. So nothing for the dads? (laughs) Um, The dads get cookies, and that's it. Um, Okay. And nothing for siblings. So Luke's sister, Cynthia, (laughs) is getting um, a box, which I delivered yesterday. It's 12 Days of Christmas, and it's just, like, little trinkets and gifts from some of her favorite stores. Um, And that's it. And then my brother, I got him um, deodorant and an Amazon gift card. (laughs) (laughs) Because he lovely smells. Did you get him, like, a Costco pack? Like, what is... 
or did you just get him a single? Yeah, like, is it just one stray I, Old Spice? I got him a three pack and a bag of Reese's. <laughs> and I wrote like on the bag, like, this is your stocking stuffer from me. And that's it. He's going to be like, what the fuck? Hmm. It's fine. Okay. Let's go back to the pronunciation of Reese's. Oh, okay. Mm, Reese's. Mm-hmm. Am I, have I been saying it wrong? I know. It's Reese's, right? I think technically, like, I say Reese's, but I think it actually is technically wrong. Um, there's, like, a yeah, TikTok on like it. Reese's. Reese's book yes. club. Or, like, Reese's <laughs> pieces. And it's not Reese. I say Reese's. <laughs> but it's not Reese's pieces. Oh, yeah. I totally do, too. Reese's pieces. <laughs> mm-hmm. y- y'all, it's not that. I just, I've never, I don't think I've ever heard anyone intentionally say so this brings up a funny thing because like do you ever find that the way you pronounce words is just solely based on like (laughs) the people you surround yourself with because oh for sure i feel like my parents pronounce shit so weird and i didn't realize until like maybe a few years ago that i was pronouncing it wrong okay Haley, can you give us some examples of that yes an example is you know the malted milk balls like in the carton, they're called whoppers. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, my whole life, my dad just called them whoopers, and I just called them whoopers too. <laughs> and I, yeah, I don't know why. It doesn't make sense. There's not two two O's, but I just feel like I blindly listen to my parents. Whoopers. 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 That's incredible. Yeah, that's interesting. Yep. I'm trying to think if I have an example of that, but. I can't really remember anything right now. But the other day, I was talking to my mom, and she she was saying insurance. Mm. And I say insurance. Yes. Like with the, the stress over the you. I think that's how you say it, yes. And she was saying insurance. And she couldn't figure out what I was trying to say and, like, to tell her to stop saying it like that. Um, <laughs> but I don't know because I have heard other people say that. Because I remember there was a TikTok pretty recently that Chloe sent. Yes. And Haley yes. was like, I'm just so distracted by the way she's pronouncing it. And it was insurance. Wasn't yes. she saying it like that too? Yes. Insurance. Yeah, it's just a different stress or whatever they yeah. call it. Hate that. <sighs> also, my mom, like Alex and I went to Stonehill College. My mom mm-hmm. says Stonehill. <laughs> Stonehill. <laughs> Stonehill. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I can't explain it to you well enough but like it's just wrong like and i keep telling her and it just it just goes right through her i'm like i don't know at this point what to say (laughs) typical uh so typical um Haley, did you want to talk about your gifts did you already oh no you already said that about getting it online yes who'd you get gifts for so i did my parents my sister my brother my brother's girlfriend, um, my best friend, Kelsey. Oh, we're not your best friends? <sighs> oh, this is awesome. Sorry. And also, I asked <laughs> if you guys wanted to exchange gifts, and you flat out said no, so I don't want to hear it. Because Alex doesn't like exchanging gifts. No. Yeah. But I find cute Plus, gifts. I might be sending you guys something, so don't. Are you fucking kidding me? We'll oh, have to no. see. Alex. They're <sighs> not actual gifts. They're not? Like, Chloe sends us cards. Okay. 
Well, I found cute I, gifts for both of you, but I was just going to, like, find a different time to give them to you because well, I didn't want you to feel pressured. Well, I mean, gifts don't have to be two-sided. Like, you don't yeah. – you can give a gift. Okay. I, yeah, do you only want to give a gift to receive a gift? No, I just like. didn't want you guys yeah, to be like, oh, much? we said we weren't exchanging, and I just, like, give you gifts around Christmas, you know? As long as it's not a beta fish, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, like five day delivery. Hopefully, the fish is alive when you get uh, it. It's fine. Actually, this is a wonderful time to talk about the birthday gift I received this year from you both. Mm. Oh I my God. I have Please. to say, it was quite the redemption story because <laughs> Chloe, you're the best person to ask. In the previous episode, did we go through what you gave me as a birthday gift? We sure didn't. And I would love if you would do a deep dive of last year's birthday versus this year's because okay. the listeners need to know. Okay. So let's paint the scene. The year was 2019. There was no <laughs> pandemic yet that we knew of. There was one. So true. Now we know it was somewhere out there. Okay. Actually, it was in America, right? Some oh, people say gosh. it was here in December, but this was November, so. Oh my gosh. Okay. It was end of November, and I'm not a big birthday celebrator, except I do love to um, go out and drink. So <laughs> I, <laughs> I was going to do that, but I'm pretty sure both of you said no to doing that with me. Like, Haley was gone, Chloe didn't show up. Right? What? What is that? What I are you went, talking about? I I went out for my birthday last year, and neither of you were there. Where was I? Were we invited? Yeah, I had the potluck, and then wait, oh, no, we got wait. drunk, and then we went out. We probably were both. At- you were both out of town. I don't know. That is off. Anywho, uh. so. I decided for my birthday night, might as well go to a restaurant down the street with my two gals that weren't going to be there for my birthday celebration, a.k.a. (laughs) Haley and Chloe. We decided to go to Public House, which is a great restaurant. I really like it. Do you guys have any opinions? Well, it's not called that. Call it by its right name. Pube House? Yes. (laughs) Ew, Haley, you fucking would. It's the pubes. They have the the best burgers i normally hate burgers i crave their burgers that's fascinating they do have good burgers though um yeah they do have good burgers and i don't know why but they have mussels and fries and i love them they're so Mm. good you would think like can i trust these a random restaurant in brookline massachusetts with mussels on the menu but they're fine yeah literally (laughs) but they're fine and they're good i've gotten them multiple times um also quick side note one time oh i've gone there like probably a handful of times and I went with I think it was Wyatt and I had to Venmo him for it and I said the pube house and <laughs> and my boss my manager at work Janino <laughs> because she has my contact and Venmo just like thinks that you want to be friends with everyone in your contact list like get a hint but it, it came up on her feed and she was like oh my god that's so funny that you called it like you call this the pube house like what does that even mean but you like, did haws remember <laughs> you were like pube, oh, yeah. <laughs> pube house <laughs> oh my god it's good to okay, wait what go back to your birthday though this is important <laughs> okay so we decided to go to pube house for mm-hmm. my birthday dinner after work because i'm pretty sure it was during the week and so we meet up at 
the apartment that Haley and I were living at. Chloe was no longer living with us at that point. And they decide that they're going to bring my birthday gifts to the restaurant. Okay, cool. We go to the restaurant. We get there. They give us a high top table. They're precariously putting the gifts on a large chair, whatever. No, we have to. <laughs> we have to move. We have to sit so <laughs> I distinctly remember the waiter being being like, are you fucking serious? Meanwhile, the whole restaurant is dead. There's no one there. And we're like, can we just move to that table over there that's like lower to the ground by the window? And he's like, if you have to. So whatever. We move. (laughs) We bring our large gifts with us. Okay. We eat. We're fine. Whatever. No, we're not doing gifts here. I'm pretty sure you guys decided that. (laughs) We did. Yep. It was decided we're doing gifts back at the apartment. Okay. We take the gifts and ourselves. We go back to the apartment, walk the two blocks. Not a big deal. Go to the apartment. And now it's time to open the gifts. (laughs) Haley starts recording, I think. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm on the futon with Chloe. I can picture it. Same. We have a video. Yeah. We. Oh, yeah. We do. So... First gift is my fishbowl <laughs> that we found in your closet. You found in in not in my closet, in my cabinet. Let's not yes. be let's not in the hall closet. Okay, sorry. No, so it was sorry. definitely above the fridge. Which it's a oh. weird place for that, so I can see why you're confused, but yeah. Yeah. Because it's like an awkward thing and we put bottles on top of the fridge, so like we don't g- use the cabinet for like anything that we actually need. Okay, it's so anyway. Alex wouldn't be reminded of the fish. Of my dead fish. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So <laughs> it's my fishbowl in the bag. I take it out. There's all these little pieces of paper in said fishbowl. I take them out one by one. They make me read every single one. And they're all different types of beta fish. And I look to them and I said, <laughs> I do not want another fish. <laughs> Which... Spoiled the whole surprise, the whole present, because all they wanted to do was buy me a replacement fish. And all I wanted was to never look at a beta fish again. <laughs> so, already bad. Okay. one. The second bag, I reach in there, and I distinctly just remember, like, feeling this plastic. And I'm like, oh, God, like, this is sturdy plastic. It's got to be, like, some food, probably. And I don't even know if I had taken it out of the bag already, but all I remember was just being like, I literally hate cake. (laughs) I do not like cake. And I think I've talked about it on the podcast. Like, I just do not like cake. It just doesn't do it for me. Like, I'll, I'll eat it if it's like, I don't know. I'll try the sponge. I'm not like against it, but I, it's not worth it to me really. Like there's so many other desserts that I like more. Anyway. Okay. Whatever. So I take out. It is a cake, of course, because it's my birthday. Like, it's not a weird thing to get. And I'm like, guys, I really don't like cake. But then, so they're just like, look at the cake. And on the cake is a picture of Haley and Chloe. Just like, not, it, it was made to look like that, right? Like, you got it from the bakery. Like, it was an edible we picture went, or whatever. Yeah, so we literally went to Wegmans with our Those photos. And we were like, can you please put us on this cake? Right. <laughs> And you wrote the words, Alex or Alexandra, I don't know, whatever, sit on our faces. <laughs> <laughs> Which you have okay. to do by yourself, right? Because they wouldn't do it for you. We didn't ask. But. We were nervous. Oh. 
you have to preface this story by explaining how many DMs you get on dating apps that literally all say, sit on my face. Like, yeah, no, it's, it's not like it's you get joke. one. Like, it's a disproportionate it amount joke. to, yeah. like, what other... Like, it, Tinder is, like, gross. Most dating apps are. But, like, the amount of messages with that quote... It, it just makes sense. It was. It made sense for us to put that on the cake. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. That was that was the part that made the most sense of the whole gift. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. Shit. Like in retrospect, that was the highlight of the birthday. Mm. It was great. For sure. It was. It was so funny. Yeah. But and then you didn't I even did like end up. I ended up eating the chocolate frosting. If that makes you feel better, because I do love frosting. Yeah. It made it feel so much better that you like picked it apart, like a literal <laughs> animal. There's, <laughs> a video of Alex where Haley's recording and I'm on the couch with Alex and we're giving her this gift and Alex quote verbatim goes, Oh, I'm not going to actually eat this on account of, I don't like cake. <laughs> and Haley and I absolutely lost our minds, could not stop laughing. And that was the disaster of the 2019 sure. birthday. Yes. Okay. So this was completely redeemed by this year's gift. Which came via mail. I wasn't expecting it because obviously we're in a pandemic now when we're miles apart from each other. I think we found out how many miles apart we are, but I can't remember the number. Anyone know? No, I don't even know. 101. Because okay. <laughs> remember, you were 76 yeah. off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank um, you. So this birthday, it was, I think it was a couple of days before my birthday. I get a package. It was mm-hmm. Okay. It was the 24th of November. I'm just going to tell it how I, how I experienced mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I get a package in the mail. My dad is the one to get the mail. And he's like, oh my God, what is this? And I'm like, I don't know, dad. You're the one holding it. He's like, <laughs> it's so much shipping. They spent so much money on shipping. And I'm like, dad, okay. It's probably, it's from Chloe, I think. And she just sent it. Like, what do you want from me? Like, I didn't pay for the shipping. What do you want me to do? And he's like, they just spent so much money. What is this? It's so much on shipping. (laughs) (laughs) It's most likely my birthday present. Just get over the shipping. Okay. I open it. And I, I remember taking out the cookies first. I was like, okay, cool. And it was like, um, green saran wrap, which always throws me off. I don't know how you guys feel about that. Okay, that's well, that's I a have. little unnecessary, but that's fine. That's not pertinent to no, the story. I feel great about it, considering it was yours. And considering you spent so much time wrap. and money doing this, but anyway. <laughs> I'm Anywho, grateful. I am grateful for the green saran wrap. Okay, anyway, um, then I opened the card and I laughed because, um, you wrote, don't spend it all in one place. And it was literally a single folded up dollar bill. <laughs> so clearly well what traveled. Did you spend it on? Um, I spent it on the tip at the hairdressers. I went, I, I haven't gone to a hairdressers in months ever since I got my curly cut in Boston that made me look like a poodle <sighs> I think that was and I think that was August of 2019 yeah that was forever I ago. hadn't gotten my hair cut by anyone at a salon but I went to this place that my mom and my nana go to I didn't have her wet my hair or anything she just cut it I was in and out in like 15 minutes it was incredible anywho I spent it on the tip that I gave her 
for cutting my hair in 15 minutes. Okay. So the card, the cookies. Yes. And then I saw that there was an envelope from like Walgreens or Walmart or whatever to get like when you order photos. So I saw that. Then I was like, okay, put that aside. And then, then I saw a shirt, a black shirt. And I could see the words bada bing on it or probably just like bada but, you know, mm-hmm. like not the whole thing. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, did they get me like the same Soprano shirt that they got me last year? Because I think it was just Roxy that gave it to me. Yes, I think so. For our our Christmas exchange last year, Roxy gave me a Sopranos T-shirt that said bada bing, had the body of like the silhouette of a stripper like the sign has mm-hmm. in Sopranos. So I'm like, oh, my gosh, maybe they got me a bada bing shirt without the stripper on it like okay that's cool so i open it up and i'm like oh no this is the back of the shirt look on the front of the shirt and it's just a huge blown up picture of my face on tony soprano's head (laughs) and it says the calafiores and then there's like all these bodies like the soprano family and cast and on all the faces it's just you both of you guys and me. That's it. <laughs> Just like multiple times. <laughs> the best one is, oh my God, you should make the face, the Instagram picture oh, that you yes. post for this episode. Okay. Because everyone needs to see Haley as Carmela yes. Soprano. It is truly unbelievable. <laughs> that one was the easiest. And I, I did this all via Snapchat stickers. Incredible. Um, Literally incredible. Usual because I'm like not good at Photoshop. And this was the time that I wore a blonde wig and it was so fun. And I was like, easy enough. Like, it literally matches Carmela so well. <laughs> it truly I, does. I don't even know where you got the main photo, the one of me on Tony's body. It was a selfie, I think, that you sent your parents. And then I asked you to send it to me or you Snapchatted <laughs> it to me and I screenshot. <laughs> you just you're so truly crazy. incredible it was so perfect on his on his head it was perfect so funny and so then i opened the little envelope well at this point i'm like tears in my eyes actually crying laughing <laughs> and my dad's like what and i'm like this is literally me as tony <laughs> soprano like what are you not getting and then <laughs> i opened up the envelope and in it was a magnet and a picture of a screenshot of a Zoom call of you both wearing the same shirt and just like, I don't know, thumbs up something, but just like, so it's like I have the shirt, but also both of you have the shirt. We sure do. So incredible. Truly. Best birthday gift I could ever have. Thank God. We really needed a redemption. (laughs) We did. And yeah, you really did. Honestly, I'm thrilled that you loved it so much because um, Luke thought it was hilarious but every time I wear it he's like Chloe I, I can't look at you when you're wearing <laughs> okay first of all how dare you because he's basically <laughs> just don't blame saying him. you can't look at Alex's face because it's no I center. think it's more like he's like I feel like I'm kissing Haley and Alex <laughs> if you're wearing this shirt <laughs> so I'm like I get it it's fine it's truly how every part of your relationship should be from for sure on. that's the truth for sure i just want all of our for lives sure. to be so intertwined we can't distinguish whose life it is anymore and that's what friendship is okay right and that's is it i mean yeah yep mm-hmm. <laughs> that's it that's it <laughs> that is it that's it 
Huh. Well, gals, do you want to talk about um, the pandemic? I have some questions for you. Okay, Haley, <sighs> kick it off or ask our questions. Yeah, ask whatever. the questions. I don't know what I want to say. Okay, so what would you say takes up most of your time in the pandemic? So, like, think, like, starting in March, end of March, maybe, let's say April, when we really got into the swing of things in the pandemic, what what takes up most of your day-to-day? Hmm. Haley, do you want to go first? What takes up? I mean, other than work, I think that's a given. Mm-hmm. I would just say it's just a combination of random things that make me happy because I realized through quarantine, it's just, you're not going to have the same amount of happiness you had before. And it's going to come in different forms. Like before it would be like being with friends and family, going out, doing fun stuff. And obviously we can't do that now. So it's like just having little things that bring you joy. Like at the beginning of quarantine, I would like color and bake and cook and watch Netflix, which I'm still mostly doing. And that's like, I don't know, somehow it's just here we are like eight, nine months later. And that's what my days are consumed with. It's like work and doing random shit, which is fine. And like, I think most people could say that, but it's definitely like very different than our lives before. Yeah, I agree with that. And I think, yeah, I've been doing the same thing, just like little things to pass the time and like whatever in that moment you want to do that brings you joy and passes the day. Right. That's fine. Yeah, I don't have anything Chloe, specific. I'm sorry. That was anything? lame. That's fine. I don't Wouldn't think that's lame. anything else from you. But I feel like that is the case for everyone. Like, even if you're the most motivated person or, like, have hobbies, like, I – we talked about it on the last podcast. Like, I love cooking and baking so much, but it has become, like, a chore at mm-hmm. this point. So, like, mm-hmm. if I have the energy to cook something, like, I immediately do it because I'm, like, I will lose interest yeah. if I wait um yeah like coloring I sometimes do I don't do like regularly um I was like painting in the summer for a while stop doing that I really just like work obviously um we're lucky to all have jobs and like mm-hmm. that takes up the majority of my day but then I'm just like I watch tv like I watch tiktok Haley got me into this new app where you like design homes <laughs> I'm literally doing that right now as we speak like <laughs> oh my gosh on your phone yeah multitask it's just well, okay How dare because you. it feels like we're just sitting together and I'm like just talking to you guys and I'm literally like mm-hmm. playing this game right now but continue yeah. I just like I just miss <laughs> you guys so much like I I feel like and we were talking about this, Haley and I were talking about this in a meeting at work. Um, but like the adjustment after being home, like next June, if we even go back to work, then we will literally have been home for like almost a year and a half. So it's mm-hmm. like, I am going to really struggle going back to normal, like what even is normal going to be, but like getting dressed and like commuting and wearing real clothes. Like I get out of bed 10 minutes before sometimes 30 minutes after I'm supposed to be online um I wear leggings every fucking day I like don't wear makeup sometimes I don't shower for like days I'm embarrassed to don't say. be embarrassed like it happens to the best of us yeah don't be embarrassed but it's gonna be fucking hard to go back to normal mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and like, I agree. I go to bed at like 9.30 every night. How the hell am I going to socialize with people? Like, I can't. Right. Yeah. <sighs> no, it's so true. Um, regarding working, I would completely agree that we're, all three of us are so fortunate to have jobs and to, like, be working 40 hours a week. Do you guys feel like you are working? So I know that you're saying, like, sometimes you sleep in a little later and like then log on like 10, 15 minutes after you like are quote unquote supposed to whatever. But like, do you find yourself working more or like less? I don't know. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes. I can't speak for Haley, but I think at the beginning of the pandemic, I was definitely working more because we were doing more virtual events for our Mm -hmm. company. Um, So I would like have to work nights sometimes or weekends or like longer during the day. Um, But I think now it's sort of like evened out and I'm working just like my normal 40 hours. I do think though, like going back to like starting a new fiscal year and like with the new year coming, I think it'll like kind of ramp up again. I don't, I don't know. Haley, what do you think? I agree. Like, I mean, I definitely wasn't as busy as you at the beginning of quarantine, Chloe, because you did have like Chloe was like the lead person for these virtual events. But I think throughout all of this, I wouldn't say it's like an exactly like a healthy relationship or a healthy balance. Balance is a better word for work, because it's like, yeah, like even if I get up and like take my time making coffee and stuff and don't get started until a little later. I also have started like working through lunches more. I've started Mm -hmm. working later if I have to, because, Oh, this one thing has to be done. I'm going to be stressed about it. I might as well finish it before I have to work on it tomorrow. And I feel like somehow work has really like bled over into my personal life because I mean, there's no separation at this point. But right, I feel yes, the same exactly. Way. Like, I I feel like I am constantly trying to work on a better balance and like shutting off the laptop at a certain time and being done. But it's also hard when that's like one of the only things that you can do and that you have control over. Yeah, it is really hard. I think like the expectation, and I think we've all talked about this not on this podcast, but just like via FaceTime or text, like it's hard to separate work and like not working. Cause it's, it's not like you can hang up a phone call and be like, Oh, I have to go. Like I'm going to meet so-and-so like there's nowhere to Mm -hmm. go. Like there's people know you're not like leaving your house hopefully. And it's really difficult to like not be available. Um, but like I can give a great example of this. So we have like use it or lose it time at the end of the year. So I took last Thursday and Friday off. And on Saturday, I checked my email and I had missed like 50 emails that I was supposed to respond to. And I was like, oh, I feel guilty that I didn't like check this. But then at the same time, I'm like, you should be able to take your vacation without working I feel like it's expected that you do check and that work should be able to if you're gone for a day or two work should be able to be there when you're back and not have to be like something you're thinking about right and I'm trying to get better at like not feeling like I need to constantly instantly respond 
because, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I just, I feel like there's a high expectation of that. But so is that expectation, do you feel like the expectation comes from your work or just more like an internal expectation that you put on yourself? I think it's kind of both, honestly. Um, Mm. Like I think, I think work definitely expects like, just like attentiveness and responsiveness in like a timely manner, which I think obviously all businesses do and should. But I do think that, there's an expectation that if you work in like digital marketing that you have to be available all the time, no matter what. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. That's tough. I feel like it's also when you're at home, I feel like this is probably more of like an internal pressure. I don't know if you feel the same, both of you, but like at the office, you could clearly see someone was in the office and someone was visibly busy, like, they were in meetings, whatever it is. And I feel like we have to overcompensate to prove like, hey, we are doing work, even though you can't physically see it. We are super busy. Mm -hmm. Like we are being responsive. And it's more of a pressure because it's like, we're just trying our best being at home. Like it's literally so hard. It is. It's really hard to like stay motivated, to stay like alert. And I think now it's a little bit easier. Like at the beginning of the pandemic, I was like, oh, I can do laundry during Mm -hmm. the day. And now I'm like, no, like save your laundry to give you something to do after work. Like, I don't know. It's tough. Yeah. That's a good point. I don't know. I feel like I agree with what Haley said that, um, like before you could tell when people are busy and like now we're all just like trying to like almost prove our worth Mm -hmm. kind of when it shouldn't Mm -hmm. be like the only way you quantify like a person's workload and stuff shouldn't just be that you can like visibly see them right you know like I feel like people just need to have kind of like the confidence in their employees that they've hired that the job will get done and like if the job is getting done it's fine especially like yes we're home and like trying to stay safe but there's still like so much uncertainty and so much going on with like the world in itself that like people have so much stress and so much stuff on their plate that that needs to be taken into account too for sure I totally agree I feel like I I've really been loving Twitter recently like especially during the pandemic but I remember when George Floyd was killed and there were protests happening and there were spikes in cases and there was just like so much uncertainty and so much just like tribulation in society I feel like people on Twitter were like my company's not supporting me like how am I supposed to be emotionally you know stable when like people are being murdered and people are dying and all this stuff and I do feel like it's a really difficult time for businesses because like how do you support someone during Mm -hmm. this time and Mm -hmm. I genuinely don't know the answer like do you give people time off? Like, do you open support groups? Like, what do you do to, like, make people feel like they're more than just, like, a cog in a machine working? I don't know. It's, like, it's such a difficult time. Yeah, I know. Now, especially, it's so important that that happens. But I think, like, forever in, like, the history of working and companies and whatever, like, companies just don't really place such a high importance on their employees like 
as sad as it is. And obviously we're all affected by it, but I just, I really don't like as much as they can say they really care about their employees. Like, I don't know how far they're willing to go to actually prove that. If that makes right. sense. It does. And I agree, but I yeah. feel like they should, and they should care about oh, for their sure. employees. Well, and especially yeah. now, I mean, like yeah. no one, I mean, everyone always says it's unprecedented times, but like, it's so true because they've never been through this before. And like, they supported us the best they knew how when we were in person. But if you can't see these people and get a read on them every single day, you really don't know how people are like, and I, I do feel bad for companies and like HR departments who are really trying to help and they can't find a solution that's like working for everyone. But I think we just need to go back to being like basic human beings with decency. Like, you should be telling everyone, and I think our work has tried this too, but like just telling everyone like, hey, if you need to step back because it's like the world is super overwhelming right now, do it. Like, and I think mm-hmm. it just goes back to being like humans. Like exactly like Chloe said, we're not a cog on a machine. We're just trying to do our best with something we've never dealt with before. Right. I was listening to my girl Katie Couric's podcast um, this morning while I was making breakfast and she was talking I forget the name of the doctor but she was talking to a doctor about the pandemic and how like finally there's an end in sight and you know Pfizer is rolling out the first vaccines tonight um, via UPS and FedEx and it's like so exciting and monumental and how this is like a once in a century happening and I keep thinking about like how crazy that is that like our parents hadn't lived through a pandemic and now they are and like we're living through it too and like we'll tell our kids and grandkids and like how mm-hmm. wild that is but like can you imagine living through the 1918 pandemic with no internet and no like anything to do like what did people I do I literally can't imagine like this is going to sound so ignorant of me but we lost power we lost power a couple times here in Maine, but we lost power one time and it was late. So we were like, we're not going to turn on the generator. Cause like, we don't need it at night. We're not using power. Um, and I was reading by candlelight and I was literally like, what the fuck? How do people do, <laughs> how do people do this as their main source of entertainment? Like, right. and I know they yeah. didn't know any better. So that really helps their case, but we're so lucky we have all of these resources because I would have been bored out of my mind. And obviously it was scarier because like (laughs) lack of other resources medical wise, but like literally insane. It is insane. It really is. I can't imagine living through that. No, I'd rather not. (laughs) (laughs) Better not. Um, No, definitely not. Oh God. Um, What my work did recently, which I appreciated was that, um, so we are based like the main company whatever like the main office is in arizona so they're in arizona time zone like everyone um or just like corporate like the majority of like 60 percent of the company is in arizona and then well so but then a, a lot of the company is also remote all the time maybe like well, I don't know, percent-wise, but a good majority, like, all managers are always remote, and then all analysts and other parts of the company are either in Arizona 
or in Massachusetts. Um, and then they recently opened like a five person office in India. So we're all in different time zones across the US and India and other parts of the world probably. And so they always said like, you can work whatever hours you want, just as long as it's eight hours and you work around like core mm-hmm. hours, which is like 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, but now, because we're in a pandemic and we've just been doing this for so long, they're like, just forget about the core hours, just like work when you can. And like, if you need to step away for like an hour or two or whatever, just to like get a workout in or go to a doctor's office for an appointment or like do whatever, like do what you need to do and just like be cognizant of any like timelines you have for clients and stuff, but like just work on your own time. And like, they really stress that there's no obligation, even though you might feel it to like answer emails on the weekend or like work extra late one day. And like, there's no obligation to be working like 50 hours a week. Like that's not okay. Which I thought was very helpful to hear like from the VP of the company. That is, I feel like that's so important to have that like structure and support if you could even call it that. Yeah. It's, um, very, um, a striking difference from my last job where I was literally like yelled at for showing up to late work like 30 minutes late when we like had a window that we could come in and you would always like and that's on yeah literally you would (laughs) yeah (laughs) to a t you would be like wait what oh like I mean I showed up 10 minutes early so then I can like show up on time tomorrow and it's just it's insane but I feel like it's good they said that because I think the majority of people it's not the pressure we feel from work itself. It's the pressure we feel from ourselves because we literally don't know what to do. So someone high up saying, hey, I know you're thinking about it, but you don't have to. I feel like means everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely I does. I totally agree, Haley. Yes. Okay. Next question I have for you gals. If you could go back to January or February 2020, when this wasn't even a thought, like, well, I mean, you knew about it, like, happening in China and stuff, but, like, we really didn't know it would, like, touch us to this level. Um, what would you do differently? Wow. Take it away, Chol. I <laughs> don't even know where to begin. I mean, I because I don't have an answer. Um, I feel like I would see friends and family every day, like, mm. hang out with different people. Um <laughs> Like not just sure. me. Yeah. And you. <laughs> how dare you? Um, I know. But you guys work together. So you like, yeah. But I honestly think like maybe I would travel more or go visit friends that weren't nearby. Um, mm. But I honestly, I really don't know. I mean, as bad, bad as it is to say, I think at this point, like I'm so used to this, like it kind of feels like Groundhog Day where like I'm living the same day over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um. But I don't know that I would do anything differently. Like, I feel like we were all generally pretty social before this and, like, would see people pretty often. So I don't know. Haley, what would you do? I agree. I don't think I would super do anything different. Like, 2020 really was, like, a shit year to begin with just because I was, like, like high anxiety more than usual. 
like I was also in the midst of getting a promotion at work. And so I was like very stressed out about that, like applying to it just literally. And I know this sounds bad, but I was just taking it day by day before this all happened anyway. And I just like continued that throughout quarantine. Like, I don't think I would do anything different because I think because of my anxiety levels and like things changing in my life, like work wise, I don't think I would even have like the capacity to do anything different, which is totally fine. It is what it is. Sometimes you have shit years. Mm, I mean, not everyone. I think everyone's having a shit year, but you know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I do think yeah. we've had like in a weird way, I think it's brought us closer together like obviously the three of us were close to begin with thanks to living together. But um, I feel like it has like allowed us to have like conversations about things like this and like talk about mental health and like, you know, like ask for help, which we didn't necessarily do before. And so like, I'm appreciative of our friendship and like other friendships that I have. Cause I feel like everyone is in the same boat and we're just like doing the best we can to like love and support each other. You know? Yeah. I totally agree. Yeah. And it's like, I think people, I don't know, science or psychology. <laughs> I don't know. One of those sources I've heard that like sadness, tragedy, like it bonds people. And I mean, we're like literally bonded with the whole world at this point, probably like more so our country because it was one a shit year with the quarantine and with the election. I mean, <laughs> maybe we're bonded with half the country who voted for Biden, but I think it just like brings people closer together because this is something huge that we're all experiencing and we're able to like, like hold on to that with each other, you know, like I think it definitely mm -hmm. does. And especially with you guys, like we're talking all the time like we're in constant contact with each other, which I love. And I love that we've continued. Yeah, me too. Because I think it also just like feels natural for us to do that, but still. I love it except when I'm being ignored by both <laughs> of you. And that was oh literally, I was doing nothing. Like I was doing just random <laughs> shit and I'm just sorry. I'm sorry about it. Like you know, you miss eight TikToks in a row and all of a sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden you're, you're, you're literally missing from the face <laughs> okay. of the earth. First of all, it was eight TikToks like over the course of six hours. So I was like, hello. I literally texted Haley's sister, or maybe I Snapchatted her, and I was like, is Haley okay? She's ignoring me. And then shout out to Laura. She said, quote, she's being a little bitchy right now. Okay. You want to know why I was? This is going to sound so bratty of me, but it's fine. I. For Christmas, like going back <laughs> to Chloe's go. point about how like everyone bought whatever they wanted during quarantine because it's like, what else are we going to do besides online shop? And for Christmas this one year, like I basically said to my parents, I was like, I would like surprises, honestly. Like I, I don't care because like I don't really have a lot of surprises in my life right now. Like I would like surprises. I'm not really going to pick out much that I want on a list. And I tasked Laura with picking out like cute clothes for me and I find out last night we were just talking and I was like oh like where did you end up you know like telling mom where to get clothes for me and she says oh Lulu's I'm like what the fuck is Lulu's <laughs> and Boo -boo you've never like, heard of I Lulu's? know what it is 
but I was just like, okay, why are we doing this? And she's like, oh, there were like cute tops. And I was like, yeah, but isn't it like fast fashion? Like it's not great stuff. It's not like great quality. And they're like fairly overpriced. And I know, I know that sounds bratty. That's why I prefaced it with that. But I was like, did you really have mom buy me clothes from there? And then we got into this whole rigmarole. And essentially, Laura picked me out new clothes. And my mom's going to return the stuff she bought me from Lulu's. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Also, I've never heard of Lulu's. And I thought we were talking about Lulu. Oh, but we're no. Not, right? Okay. No. okay. It's like I for sure fast And I'm not trying to be yeah. sobby. But, like, I just, like, the solid brands I usually shop at, like, I don't know. I just like things that last a while and are good quality and not fast fashion. And she literally went and bought this random shit. And I'm just like, why? And that's why I was being Mm -hmm. a little bitchy, quote unquote. (laughs) I don't think that's bad, though. Like, you were just, like, trying to be a good human. Thank you. Thank you. Sue me. Mm -hmm. Sue her. Um, No, I won't. (laughs) Um, What would you do differently, Alex? Oh, great question. Um, <laughs> Thank you. I came up with it myself. Probably see people, I guess. I mean, not really a deal breaker if I don't see people. I would travel and I would um, go out more, like do more thing. I would have done more things in the city probably. Like, I don't know. Maybe like just be around people like not people that i know just like walking around Mm -hmm. the city and like walk past a group of people and be fine with it (laughs) or like go drinking at a bar or well that's actually a good point because like that was like literally the pandemic hit alex and i essentially went home and moved out of boston so it's like if you had known that you were gonna like leave the city you've been living in for the past two years you know, like, what would you have done different? I totally agree. It's just like, oh, you know, walking around and just, like, living in a city. Yeah. Like, walk past another person and not <laughs> hold my breath. That. <laughs> it is so funny. I was watching um, the new Meryl Street movie on HBO Max last night, which, spoiler alert, I did not like. Oh, no. Um, it's called Let Them All Talk. I had really high expectations, but I was sadly disappointed. Anyway, it was weird to see people like there were scenes in the grocery store and they were on a cruise and like at hotels and they didn't have masks. And I was like, this movie needs a fucking trigger warning because like this is jarring to see. Yeah. Like it's shocking. Literally everything I watch and it's it's like shows that have been on air for like years and they were made years ago and whatever i'll be like oh my god no one's wearing a mask i think about it all the time i'm like unless it's this was chloe had us alex you didn't watch because you refused but chloe had us watch the movie (laughs) ibiza which is so fun and it's Mm. i think it's pronounced ibiza (laughs) um but that was the one movie where i was like okay this is realistic because like everything was so like anti-quarantine that I wasn't like cringing every time because they were like in clubs and bars and binge drinking and I'm like oh like this is so different than what we could do now where I wasn't like oh where are the masks it's scary very scary (sighs) oh gals another question 
and you can talk about as much as you want with this one, but if you were to rank your mental health, like how would it rank now based on what it was previously? And is there anything that you've done or changed in your day to day or your life just to like help your mental health? Hmm. Haley, do you want to go first? Sure. Um, I would say my mental health is, it's okay. Like, I, I don't think it's so much me, like, stressing about the pandemic. I think I've come to terms with it enough, and I don't really, like, mm-hmm. I'm, like, we are very strict at my house with what we do and who we see, which is really good. So I'm not, like, it's not like I'm going out to places and, like, stressing about, oh, my God, do I have it? Like, I'm, I'm, I know I'm safe. So I've gotten to the point where I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. that's fine. It is what it is and it'll get better eventually. But I have like just a lot of general anxiety and I have had panic attacks this year, which are truly horrible. I wouldn't wish them on anyone. Um, and those truly come from nowhere. I mean, it's probably a culmination of like the pandemic and not know what knowing what's going to happen and just generalized anxiety, but I do feel okay now. And I do feel like I've done a good job, like having coping techniques, like through therapy, through just like breathing techniques, talking myself down. And also Alex had to start this like meditation challenge thing, which I need to be better about, Mm -hmm. but I truly realized through that, that meditation is really nice. It's so nice to just take, like, a step back from everything and just, like, meditate for even a, a little bit and just get out of your own mind. Almost. For sure. And it's just, it's very calming. And, like, I mean, I've done only a few days, which is poor because we're on, like, day six. But mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> all in your own time. time. I would say, yeah, mental health is okay right now. Like, it is what it is. And I think a lot of it can be brought to like back to quarantine but I'm dealing with it mm-hmm. wow good I'm I feel like you have a very like realistic approach thank to you it and like mindset and I think that's super helpful thank you. but I'm glad that you have coping techniques and stuff that because like it's so unpredictable like I feel like you could do so much and like it's still like your mental health and like your anxieties and whatever have mm-hmm. a mind of its own so that's good to keep in mind, but like to have things to like be proactive. And if something does happen, like have a way to deal with it. I think yeah, so important. exactly. And I have you guys, like I'm very open about talking with it with you guys. And I think if everyone like mm-hmm. has uh, a core support group type of thing, it's also really important. So thanks. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Chloe, do you have anything you want to add? Um, oh, I agree with Haley. I think my, pandemic anxiety is a lot less I think for me the thing I'm anxious about when it comes to the pandemic is like seeing how other people are behaving whether they're friends or acquaintances or just like people I hear about where they're not necessarily being safe that makes me anxious Mm -hmm. um because then I worry about like my loved ones or if someone I know gets it you know things like that um but my general anxiety I'd say has gotten worse where I'm I feel like I'm like looking for things to be anxious about because it not like it gives me something to do but 
I'm kind of like, I think about something and then I spiral into like something else. Um, I also think my anxiety has gotten worse because I'm transitioning therapists. Mm. I had started seeing a therapist when I started my chemo, uh, like almost two years ago now. And she has decided that I am ready to transition to someone outside of the cancer hospital, which like sounds great. And Luke keeps trying to remind me that like, that's an important step. And like, she thinks I'm ready. And that means like, you know, like I'm ready to move on from this point in my life. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's that is causing me a lot of anxiety. Cause I'm like, what if this new person doesn't understand, you know, my cancer anxieties or like, what if something happens? And then that makes me spiral. So that's currently what I'm dealing with. Yeah. Which is completely fair and like so warranted, but I think it is like an important step. And I think either way, like transitioning to someone like it, it still means that you have support and you have help and someone to talk to, which I think is so important. I think so too. And I, I know I'll find someone that I love. I just, I get attached to people really easily as you know. Um, so like I loved my therapist who was also named Kelly and she is like the best and she's so great. And I like want to be her friend outside of therapy. And I have to remind myself that like that is her job is to provide counseling and she's not there to be my friend. Mm -hmm. And I have to like respect her and the boundaries that she's like trying to set up because she feels like I'm ready to like graduate. Um, even if I, I don't feel, like feel that way. Also, yeah. I mean, I can totally understand that because like you going through treatment was such an important part of your life and it changed everything. Like you said, like you had a new normal, like I know people are talking about the new normal in terms of quarantine, but before that you were living in a new normal, like, for the past like year mm-hmm. and a half. And so you moving on from that and then having that other general anxiety based on like quarantine and whatever is going on has to be like so stressful. But like you said, like she's obviously yeah so qualified. You love her. She clearly did a good job because like you feel so comfortable with her. You just like, it's tough because you're like, oh, clearly she knows what she's doing and she said I'm ready, but it's like, you don't feel that yet. But I feel like you will. Right. <laughs> we'll find out, ladies. <laughs> uh, it's fine. Everything's fine. Um, but yes, Alex, how is your mental health? Um, it's fine, I think. I don't know. For I, I feel like I, for the most part, like have been fine throughout all of this. I just like, it comes in waves where to like kind of get like be more I'll be more like depressed and more anxious about stuff um and it's not really like it's probably more hormonal than it is like actual stressors or things happening in my life um because it's kind of just been like a thing that I deal with like for my whole life um but it's been pretty okay recently and yeah I started doing the podcast again which has been fun Because even though it is, like, kind of a pain to, like, do this stuff, it is cool to, like, talk about stuff and 
have people actually listen to it, which is funny. And I've been embroidering, which has been really soothing and stuff. And I've been meditating, like Haley brought up. Um, and yeah, so I think overall it's been okay. As good Do as it can feel be, like I guess. The podcast is like cathartic, just talking to people about quarantine and mental health and stuff. Um, I want to say okay. Yes, well, you don't have because to it say is yes. nice to just like. <laughs> I want to say yes, but I won't. <laughs> no, it is like in the way that it's nice to just like get all the thoughts that I've had like jumbled around in my brain like out mm-hmm. in the world, you know, and like end up recording whatever um but I don't know like how how helpful it's been like I don't I don't feel like a release you know after I I talk but it's been fine it's been entertaining that's anything (laughs) if nothing else it's been entertaining yeah (laughs) which is important yeah exactly it's a good way to pass the time I would like to transition to a topic that Chloe wanted to talk about so oh my god Ugh, yes <laughs> i specifically want to talk about this just so i can give timothy chalamet a shout out because Wonderful. i even though i would crush him in the sack literally i love him so much i also love honorable mention steve carell i think he's a fox even though he's slightly older slightly like probably could be your dad. Okay. Rude. <laughs> I think is your dad. Kevin oh, Costner. God. No, oh no. God. Like no. Rainbow. What are we doing? <laughs> oh my god, he is smoking. I haven't watched Yellowstone yet, but it's on my list. Um. Oh my god, who else? I gotta think mm. about this. Dev Patel. Yes. Mm. I'm here for mm. Thank you, ladies. Mm. <laughs> Wow. Okay, you guys can also say yours so I can okay. think about mine Jake more. Gyllenhaal, duh. Easy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Chris Evans, Ugh, easier. Yes. Well, you have a whole slideshow, Alex. This isn't even <laughs> fair. Honestly, I would... I don't even remember who I put on my slideshow. Well, yes, I do. But <laughs> those were like childhood celebrity oh. crushes. Oh, Michael oh, B. My Jordan. God. Oh. Yeah. I can respect Michael it. Michael B. But... Jordan is number one on my <gasps> list. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. Like, wow, number one, huh? Well, okay. So, Chloe, who's your number one? That's a great question. Um, I don't even know who my number one is because I think my opinions change so frequently. But I would say that Timothy is pretty consistently up there and has been ever since "Call Me by Your Name," which is the best book ever if you haven't read it i haven't read it i just saw the movie (sighs) just breaks my heart oh my god um steve martin is also up there not so much as like (laughs) as like i'm attracted to him but as like i love his sense of humor and would easily marry a man that made me laugh all the time because he is cute like Like, he's always had like a cute face yeah okay i would say timothy obviously love him I think anyone would crush him because mm-hmm. um, he's so small. <laughs> Not just you. Not just Literally me. anyone. Um, Michael B. Jordan is number one on my list. And he posted a picture the other day. And I got so nervous. He It was literally like he was in an army uniform. And it said 
Jordan on it. And I was like, what the fuck? Is he joining the military? I ended up Googling it and it was fine. He's not. It's for a show <laughs> or a movie. But I got so <laughs> nervous. But they yeah, used his like, actual like, last the name. Fuck? And then people were commenting and they're like, it's not real. I'm oh like, gosh. okay, sounds good. Uh, thank God. Um, <laughs> Why would he do I don't know, because he's like really? the best oh person alive. Well, I would also right. say, I'm looking, I have a list on my phone. Now I'm updating. I haven't added Timothy Of course yet. you do. Heck yeah. Tell phone, it. Though. Oh my God. Oh my God. Scott Eastwood. Oh my God. Tom Hardy. Oh my God. I know Jake and Rihanna are, are my top. <laughs> Rihanna's not a man. Well, what celebrity crushes? Why does oh, I thought it had to be. I thought it had to be men. In what world am I that ignorant? Don't. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I can think women are beautiful. I was going to say I feel like I wouldn't. And I, I don't do. have like female crushes. I have probably like a short list of female actresses or famous people that I would want to be best friends with. Is that like a crush? Like you mm-hmm. really yeah, that's fair. just love their personality? Like Reese Witherspoon. Like I would literally love to be her best friend. Yep. For Meryl sure. Streep. Yeah. Hello. Oh my god. Is that right? Yes. Also, the actor who plays her ex-boyfriend. Yeah. Can't remember. Yeah. Can't remember Lawrence? his name in the show. Lawrence, yes. He so is cute. Smoking. Oh yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Um, also He's the actor my who plays Coach. Oh my whatever, god. Night Lights. What's his name? He oh. is a box. Mm-hmm. I just finished watching Bloodline and he's in that. Oh, I never watched that. It was okay. the most stressful show oh, I've no. ever seen. Don't recommend. <laughs> it was awful. Um, Do what not is recommend. his name? Why can't no. I get it? Kyle Chandler. It's like yep. Ch- Chandler. It was not Kyle Chandler. Kyle Chandler. That's it. Um, also, Patrick Dempsey gets honorable mm-hmm. mention for being so adorable. John mm-hmm. Hamm. Okay, fair. Yes, mm. thank you. I don't oh my god. Mm. I just think he's so funny. I don't know. I feel like he's kind of a douche. He's like really funny, funny and like I think he's played douchey roles, but I really don't get that vibe from him like as a person. Hopefully. Yeah. <sighs> That's fair. I don't know him personally, so I can't. Joseph say. Gordon Lovett. That's for sure. Why? Why oh, cute? <laughs> No, I think I think he's attractive, but I'm no, I don't think he's cute. <laughs> I love I'm how you guys are being picky. Like, what? This is literally like a list of Someone. anyone who, unobtainable that you no. like. Okay, someone's got to be picky. Since clearly, you have no standards. Just keep about him. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, he's a cutie. He is. Okay, my final question. Are you guys ready? Yes. What are your hopes for 2021? Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) That's a hard one, Alex. Okay, just one thing that you wish to happen in 2021. Um, Hug my mom. Oh, that's so sweet. Oh, my God. That is really nice. (laughs) That's really pure. I mean, I haven't done that since, like, March, I guess. Oh my god. Isn't that just crazy? That is so sweet. That really is. Good luck topping that. I know. I really, I can't take for granted the fact that I live with my parents. I can 
spend every waking moment with them. Same. And, like, get along with them all the time. I can't. Yeah, I try. I also try. Um, Haley, what's yours? I would literally just say to be happy because I feel like it's all-encompassing. Like, not... I'm sorry, but, like, okay. not to say that I'm not... Like, I have moments of happiness, but with everything going on in the world right now, it is so hard to be, like, blissfully happy. You know? Like, you could be happy about one thing, but then you're like, yeah. oh, shit, we're in a pandemic. Like, yikes. Right. But, like, you want no strength exactly. attached. Actually, and that means, happiness. like, everything. Like, like no you get to see family and friends, and we're not in a pandemic, and life is like moving on i'm not trying to like sound sad but like it's so true like you like i've i've been really content through a lot of my quarantine but then it always comes back to okay this like there's always something underlying with the pandemic you know so, yeah mm-hmm. yeah wow all right that's fair yeah. i like that yeah LA, what's yours oh I never expect these oh, wait, questions the to host. come back to me. I don't know. <laughs> I know, but true. no one wants to hear what I think. Literally everyone does. <clears throat> Good point. Thank you. Um, <laughs> hopes for 2021. Yeah, I guess just like, I hope for... Um, World peace? No, we're far away from that. I hope for... Okay, this is what this is what I hope for. I hope for... Um, a path forward from this virus for everyone in the world and in the country and I think we're getting there and I hope for more respect and trust in our government and in our media and in our scientists Mm -hmm. and I hope for yeah just like the ability to do things semi-normal like we once were able to and I think we're almost there and all those That's things. A good hopefully. Lit. And I, I think it's also hopeful but, with Biden. Like I feel like this could happen. I'm hopeful. Yeah, it's attainable. But I also feel like it's scary. And I know that this was your last question, so I'm not trying to like open no, a can of worms or play devil's <laughs> advocate. But I do feel like um yes, I agree. I hope we have like more faith in like science and scientists and like medical professionals, but it is insane to me that like 76 or 77 million people voted for Biden and 70 million voted for Trump. Like, I don't think it's going to be like a clear path forward where people are like, Oh, the Trump presidency is over. And like, everything is fixed. Like there are some ignorant fucking people out there. And I don't mean that offensively. Like if you're a Trump supporter, you're ignorant. I just mean like, there are people who literally don't believe in science because the president told them not to. Right. Yeah. No, I agree with that. That's a good point. Yeah. I mean, we're a far ways away, but I don't know. I don't know. Hopefully there's people in power that, and like in office that think more logically than more people will like more people than already do believe that way will also it does. believe that way. And I hope so. Oh God, I hope. Yeah. I hope 2021 is a better year. <laughs> I I really feel like it can be. <laughs> Me too, girl. I think. Yeah, I feel like there's no way <laughs> right. it could be much worse than that. 2020. <laughs> Unless there's like COVID-20. 
don't. COVID-21. No, it'll be fine. Well, <laughs> I didn't want to end it on a bad note, Great. but <laughs> here we are. Um, any last thoughts before we sign off? Um, yeah, I'm really excited to watch Timothy's episode on Saturday Night Live. Me too. I'm going to do that after this. I think I'm going to too. Oh, yeah. Oh me too. Oh, my God. To two. I started it before this, but I have to finish okay, it. Okay, yeah. So maybe I'll do I'm going to do that. I literally love that for us. Mm-hmm. Alex, I can't wait to listen to this episode. And oh, for sure. I think it's going to be a good one. It took us a while to get it going. <laughs> <laughs> Takes about 30 minutes to get the echoes. Kaylee's echoes, off, specifically not it. mine. I'm perfect, obviously. <sighs> yeah, we know. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. Okay, well, thanks for, uh, thanks for calling. Thanks for having us. Girls. This was lovely. We love you. Oh my mm. God, I can't wait. We'll have to Next do it week, again. Bye. Also, wow. this is the 10th episode. 10 out of 10 friendship, am I right? Wow. The big one oh. All right. A stretch. Okay, but... well, I love you both, <laughs> and God bless America. Oh, okay. we, have to, we have to do our goodbye song, right? <laughs> Didn't we end with Amazing what Grace is last it? time? Yeah. I um, think Chloe would know that. I literally best. have no idea. You're the one that listened to the podcast. <laughs> I don't know. Now I can't remember. Did we? (laughs) Um. (laughs) All right. Take it away. Amazing grace. How sweet the sound that saved the heart. That's it. That's it. Yep, that's it. Okay, goodbye. <laughs>